Hi, I'm Des, and you're listening to Black Underground. So I have here with me, Mr. Delon. <laughs> you want to say hi? Hi. How are you doing tonight? I'm all right. You're going to ask me how I'm doing? How are you? You don't care. <laughs> because if you did care, <laughs> then you would have said, I'm all right. How are you, Des? I'm all right. How are you? (laughs) Don't mind us. I do this to him all the time. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great Thursday or whenever you do listen to this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tonight is is Wednesday. We record Wednesday nights. So I always say have a good Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get with the program, please. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just going to do our, our usual update, and then we have lots to talk about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's very tired right now. I'm tired too. So um, I'm in my 34th week of pregnancy, and everyone gets upset with me when I tell when I say it in weeks. I am like eight months pregnant. <laughs> That's the best way for me to put it. <laughs> Um, if some of you don't know, I'm due April 14th, but I look like I'm going to give birth at any moment now. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we had another incident with, um, Amara at school. And, um, those of you that follow my, uh, personal page, which is, um, at <laughs> it's um at underscore des24 for those of you that want to follow um those of you that are following you would have seen my um my last post uh with a video of my daughter um so at school apparently a little girl um of asian descent um told her that her hair is not beautiful and then laughed at her so she got upset, but um, she went and told the teacher right away. She said, she said, stop, I don't like that. And then she went and told the teacher. Um, and then the, the teacher told me that, you know, they had to talk about, you know, how everybody looks different and it doesn't matter and we shouldn't be making fun of anybody. And this is coincidentally on Pink Shirt Day, which is anti-bullying day for those of you that don't know. So I was just like, really? <laughs> um, so I was pretty bothered by it honestly, because I've been really um, trying to encourage um, and, you know, preach about how beautiful black hair is to her and to make sure that she she understands the value in her crown, really, Um, because I didn't get that. I didn't get that knowledge. I had to learn that on my own. So that's something that's very, very important to me. So for that to happen at such a young age, like she's only in junior kindergarten, and for someone to just go up to her and tell her that at such a young age, it, it broke my heart. It really did. And I just find like the, the like every generation that comes through just gets meaner and meaner, honestly. And um, yeah, I was really upset about it. So I I told Amara, I was like, listen, do you think your hair is is, is not beautiful? She's like, no, I like my hair. 
I was like, okay, good. I'm glad. And that's something about Amara that we really admire is that she she knows what she looks like. She knows that she's a very beautiful little girl. Um, and she loves her hair. She she adores her hair. So for something like that, I think it was just the fact that somebody just said it to her, like out of nowhere. Um and but other than that, like at the at the end of the day, she knows what she knows what it is. She knows what she looks like. She knows that her hair is beautiful. Um so you know we we took out our books and because i'm like the biggest like if i could have a library i would like my dream is to have my own little library honestly in my house and i know delano is not gonna be happy about it (laughs) is the amount of books that i already have now (laughs) right (laughs) it's fine with me as long as it goes where it's supposed to go whatever anyways so um you know i had the talk with her um, Delon also had a talk with her about, um, you know, just just loving yourself and, you know, standing up to bullies because it's it. In, and, you know, we explained what, what a bully is and all of that. Like we went through the whole shebang, the whole parent lecturing thing, but we didn't make it in a way where it's like, you have to do this and you have to do that. We just told her, you know, you're you are enough you're beautiful you're smart you're strong like don't let anybody put you down don't let anybody make you feel different about yourself you you are different you look different from from that little girl that little girl doesn't understand you clearly you know she doesn't understand your hair because her hair is not like yours so um and she probably wishes she had hair like yours because you come to school with a style with a different style like every two weeks (laughs) so um the next day um we were talking about it or maybe like two days later actually um we were talking about it and i just said oh do you remember you know what happened at school with your friend sorry with the girl she's not your, she's not her friend we told her to stay away from her <laughs> um we asked her you know do you remember what happened at school and she said she was talking to me about it and i was like you know what i should record this so I put it on a video and I, my intention was just to send it to Delon because he was at work at the time. Um, but then it was such a good video that I was like, I have to post this. Like I have to post this. Like I wasn't expecting her to like go in, you know? Um, so she talked about, you know, how her skin and her hair is beautiful. And you know, when, when uh, somebody tries to bully you, you need to go and tell the teacher, you know? And she was so empowering and inspiring. And I was like, this is my kid. Yay. It was like, it was a very proud mommy moment. So I had to post it on Instagram. So if you do get a chance, go and check out my page. Um, if, if you can't find me, you can actually go on my, my, uh, the podcast page, which is at black underground to, um, and, uh, my, my pa- my personal pages in my bio. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was good. And then she brought this book called Princess Hair uh, <clears throat> by, um, oh, I forgot her name. Cherie Miller, I believe. Yeah, Cherie Miller. Big shout out to her. She's like an amazing author. Um, that's one of her favorite books. And they just, they have like all these different little girls in there, different shades of black, um, different hairstyles, super, super colorful. Like it, it's a beautiful book. And it's one of her favorite books to read before bed. Um, so I said, hey, Amar, you know, it'd be really cool if you brought a book to uh, to read to the class for everyone to understand what black hair is all about. So that was the book she picked. She went like she ran to her room and she picked that book. And I was like, I knew she didn't pick that book. <laughs> so um, she brought that book to read. And 
I, w- I went to the teacher and I just said, you know, I, um, I was, my husband told me about the incident that happened at school. So Amara wanted to bring a book to read and the teacher was ecstatic. Like she was so, so excited about it. She was really thankful for it. Um, and apparently Amara read the entire book to the class. That's what I was told. So we're very, very proud of her. Um, so now that um, it is uh, International Women's Week, um, we're talking about just, you know, how, like, why it's important to embrace being a girl. And, you know, um, we, I kind of just explained to her, like, you know, you're going to become a woman one day, like mommy, and um, we're teaching you to be strong and smart. And, um, you know, you don't let anybody get you down. Right. So everything kind of went hand in hand, kind of like last week and then this week. Um, And I actually just posted something on Instagram as well um, about the books that we're reading for that. Um, Just pertaining to like girl power and just why it's important to, you know, just embrace your girliness. Like it's it's great. It's It's a good it's just a good way to just feel empowered and have that confidence in yourself. Um. Yeah, so she, again, she wants to bring a book to read to the class tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, I told her to bring a book with a boy on it as well so that the boys don't feel left out. <laughs> we have this book called um, um, Empathy, I believe, and it's a little black boy on the book. Um, so I think that would be really nice for at least the boys to kind of see a boy in a book instead of like all these girls. <laughs> um, and the book that she's bringing is called Dress Like a Girl. And all these different girls of different shades, um, different nationalities and stuff like that are dressed in like firefighter costumes and police officer costumes and doctors. And so I think that's like the perfect book to read for this week. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure her, her teachers will appreciate it as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's pretty much what's going on with her. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, um, so Monday was um, Black Mental Health Day. Um, so that's something that's like that just started, I, I believe, last year. I think I think it just started last year, um, and uh, there there was like certain events that went on uh, around Toronto um, pertaining to that day. And I think it's really imp- I think it's amazing that you know they they they're. That there's a celebration for this day like i yeah. I, I think it i think that should have been a thing from 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 time you know what i mean so yeah. but um mental health is becoming so prevalent in in society now because everyone is so so much more open about it especially like celebrities you're hearing all types of things about celebrities you know um having um depression and anxiety and going having having to go on medications and stuff like that so you know when when the public hears stuff like that, it's like, okay, you know, we have we have to advocate for this, you know. So, um, you were just showing me a post. What did it say? No post in regards to what is it? Um, free. Um, what is it? Ontario's now doing um, free help, like for mental and mental health and anxiety. Yeah, something like that. So, like free, I believe that free counseling or free. I can't remember. I've seen it not too long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's. Yeah, in Ontario. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I just lost my train of thought until he showed me. Yeah, Ontario an- announces free therapy for for people with anxiety and depression. Six Buzz just uh, posted it. Um, 
So apparently um, people as young as t- 10 years old can get the help that they need. And I think that's I think that's really cool. Like, I think that's that's something that honestly it should have been. Yeah. I, it, it, this should have been something from a very long time ago. Like this should have been a thing from a while ago because there's there's people committing suicide every day you know being 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 depressed and and anxious i honestly think it was always a thing i think it's just a matter of now they're just mentioning it i guess so because i mean there yeah there are free um you know there's there's free therapy sessions that you can take um you just have to really look into it yeah and um actually be willing to go to these things really and truly um, there's different, you know, support groups and stuff in, in the hospitals that are free. So, um, so yeah, it's, I think it's really, I think it's amazing that, you know, they're, they're, I guess, trying to, um, recognize it more and making it more aware for people to kind of get access to, because, you know, there's, there's, there's so many people out there that are struggling. Like I, I was one of those people, you know, struggling for years with, with my mental health. And I still do. It's just that like, I have a better hold on it now, now that I'm older and I, and I know more, but, um, it's definitely something that, um, I kind of wish I had before, you know, it's something I wish that like was kind of on social media, like years ago you know, when I really, really needed it. But then when I think, when I really think about how I was then, I was like, would I even go to anything? You know, right. would I be brave enough to actually, you know, talk about what's going on with me, about my feelings, about, you know, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's the difference to modern times. <laughs> yeah, People exactly. People are more adept to talk about how they feel and what they're feeling. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's more of like, a, like a, quote unquote cool thing to do to um associate with somebody through anxiety and depression yeah or if people have just opened up yeah and just are telling more about themselves than instead of just holding it in yeah for sure i think it's um i've I feel like the word depression got really like, th- or just be like, I'm depressed, got thrown around a lot at one point. Just like, they, like someone could just be feeling sad. They're just like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. Like, it's like that word got thrown around so much. It wasn't like taken seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I guess now, now I, I guess it's, it's becoming more of a serious thing. So people are really trying to advocate for it. And I, I think that's that's great. Um, with Black Mental Health Day, like that really goes hand in hand with what I was saying about Amara. Like, you know, things, incidents like this make you feel like you don't belong. You know, it feels make and um, she's she's in an she's in an area that um, black people are a bit of are a minority, really. We're in an area where black people are a minority so um it's it's gonna be hard for people to understand her as she gets older if she if we stay in this area um and people people are gonna ask questions people are gonna ask her very uncomfortable questions because of her features and her hair and all of that and um we're trying to you know kind of nip that in the bud right away because we don't want her to feel like she doesn't belong we want her to feel like you know yeah i'm different but I belong here and you can't, you can't shut me out. You can't make me feel 
um, less of my less of a person because I look different from you, you know. So um, I think it's really cool that they that they announced um, Black Mental Health Day as like a thing now, just because it needs to be recognized. A lot of us go through so much like anguish and just discrimination on a regular basis, and it's it's not recognized. And you know, we we keep it to ourselves because especially growing up in the Caribbean culture, you don't talk about anything, mm. you know? So that's definitely something that I'm trying to break the cycle on in my family. Um, and especially when I have my baby boy, that's going to be something that's going to be a really big conversation for him because as a, as a black boy, it's, 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 it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard, yeah. you know? And obviously, you know, Delon will do his part, you know, to, you know, man, boy, boy to man or man to man, you know, those, those, uh, father and son conversations, which will be extremely beneficial for him. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll do my thing with Amara. So it's, it's definitely something that needs to be talked about on a regular basis. It needs to be a normal conversation. It can't just be just like a little something, something here and there. And, and then just kind of brush it to the side, you know? Mm um so i think it's i think that's really good i think it's really good that they're they're bringing these things into play and recognizing us as people really and truly right <laughs> um so yeah um uh, so is there anything you wanted to talk about oh, we can talk about a uh, coronavirus or uh <laughs> the number one topic on the news right now is coronavirus so um delon saw somebody where were you you're in a store? Yeah, I was at a no-frills. <laughs> I was um, at a no-frills, uh, about to walk inside. And I seen a lady uh, walking out. And I did a double take. I wasn't exactly sure, but when I got close enough, I could tell what I seen. Um, clearly, uh, the people with the coronavirus um are obviously scared a lot of people are buying those or have bought out all those like uh surgical masks um and hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah hand sanitizer san hand sanitizer and uh surgical masks um but this lady i guess there was no more surgical masks because i don't know how she did it but she had maybe about five maybe about seven tissue papers attached to her face but what was crazy was what was holding it was uh, a rubber band <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how or where she got the rubber band to go around her head to hold that up but the real question to me is she's out here worrying about the coronavirus that blood flow circulation in the middle of her head she about to die from that well that, that's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing and honestly I, I know with the coronavirus all the concerns and all the scares but i feel like some people are taking things to the 10th degree and and being pretty ridiculous with some stuff like for example when you're like people are constantly washing their hands how come you weren't washing your hands constantly before when you go out in public when you go to a mall you go on the subway you go anywhere there's germs people sneeze in their hands they cough in their hands they're holding onto the railings they're like, people touch things people touching everything every day you know you go outside when you come back in 
you change your clothes outside clothes you know i know not everybody believes in that whole outside clothes thing but (laughs) that's definitely something that i'm very (laughs) strong i have strong beliefs about and like these are the things that we're supposed to be doing on a regular basis as soon as there's some sort of epidemic everyone's like oh my god we have to wash our hands and it's like you should have been doing that from in the first place maybe this this wouldn't have happened if you were doing this in the first place do you get what i'm saying yeah so it's just it's just a matter of like just taking care of yourself (laughs) and the but these are things that like you're you you should have hand sanitizer on you on a regular basis you should be washing your hands you know every time you like before you eat after you eat when you come inside um stuff like that you you should be taking showers like these are things these are sanitary actions and tasks that you need to do on a regular basis so i like and i i do agree with you delon that things are getting really ridiculous and even with these these masks as well like you didn't you say that um them like people wearing the masks isn't really that helpful so with the coronavirus it's or corvid 19 or whatever they're calling it now yeah um it's airborne so it's something that you can catch almost like the flu it's airborne it's not really like hand-to-hand contact well it can be transferred that way but it's generally airborne so people wearing the masks people who are paying ridiculous money to get these masks to prevent it it's not preventing you from getting sick being airborne it can go through any crack any crevice so really and truly you wearing the mask is more likely to do something if you're already sick then it prevent then it blocks your cough it's almost like coughing in your arm yeah exactly so people who are wearing masks to not get sick you're doing it backwards when if you, if if you, you are get sick, sick yeah. then you start wearing the mask and, and you, you quarantine mask. yourself there's people i just seen a picture of somewhere walker at a airport wrapped up in like a missy missy elliott i can't stand the rain <laughs> kind of outfit <laughs> from head to toe and i'm like what is she doing like oh lord looking like oh yeah i don't even know that's so funny but like uh, it's just that people are just it's honestly it's what's more scary than the virus itself is the news that's the thing because then obviously a lot of the deaths a good majority of the deaths are within china and that is considering certain living conditions and density of people. Mm-hmm. But as well, like people don't know that the common flu, the American flu has killed more people this year than the coronavirus has. That's what I'm saying. And, and SARS. a lot of the people, <laughs> like, well, this corona- is just like- well, the coronavirus is not one specific virus. It follows, it's an umbrella virus. So there's mm. multiple sicknesses under it. Okay. And SARS follows under that. Okay. So it's not that much different. Yeah. But but they, that that's where I'm saying that it's not something that clearly there's a vaccine. Like, oh, I got the coronavirus. Get this vaccine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, no. it. There's people who have it and who have gone through it. And they're living now. But it might still be in their body because the symptoms are similar to something like a pneumonia, which when you get pneumonia, you always have it. It's just dormant. So I guess with the coronavirus, if you have it, then it'll just stay in your system. 
it's like getting the flu you get yeah. you know it's it's just more probably a bit more intense than the flu yeah and clearly it's it's though honestly the only frightening thing about it is if you already are somebody who's on the bad side of health if you're an elderly person yeah or if you know you're a child who hasn't built a proper immune system yet right that's the only thing that's concerning but ultimately if you're like you know a healthy middle-aged young individual like you get it you quarantine yourself you take care of yourself as if you get sick Mm -hmm. you know and then you you just go through it you're you're not gonna like people are treating it like it's like like for example ebola ebola was taking people out in africa but it wasn't contagious it wasn't as contagious as like this is so yeah so yeah. I don't know. I'm just seeing some silliness, especially based upon up where we are. People doing the most to try to prevent, and it's like people like ransacking to get Lysol wipes, and it's like it makes me think y'all never were cre- cleaning your house in the first place. This is what I'm saying. Like I don't understand. But yeah, like hand sanitizer is sold out. So you're trying to tell me that you guys weren't using hand sanitizer this entire time? Well, the thing with hand sanitizer is crazy. Is I heard this for example like washing your hands is more important washing your hands yeah for like 20 seconds you know the hot water and the yeah. soap yeah. but with hand sanitizer like for example if somebody were to if you were to pee and then the person instead of washing their hands use the hand sanitizer <laughs> See how silly that sounds? Yeah. Like, what is it really doing? But I'm sure us? there are people who do that. There is people. You know? And there's there's also people who do not wash their hands when they leave the washroom. Like, uh, for example, when I went to the washroom today in the mall, um, I... Uh, do you mind picking this up for me? <laughs> I cannot bend anybody. I cannot bend anymore. <laughs> um, so, when I was in the mall today... I was washing my hands, I was lathering my hands with soap like I usually do, and there was somebody beside me that just came out of the washroom, they washed their hands with water, and that was it. So, (laughs) and then most likely, I wouldn't be surprised, she'll probably put on hand sanitizer when she leaves the washroom. You know what that's like doing? That's like taking a dump and then spraying Lysol on the dump. That's what that's like doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Or it or it's like taking a shower and not using soap and then yeah. lotioning yourself. And the thing with <laughs> that, yeah, and the thing with hand sanitizers <laughs> is it kills all bacteria. So even the good ones that are supposed to help you. Well that's the thing, and a lot of these hand sanitizers are drying out your hands. Like yeah. wor- the worst thing for winter time. Like really yeah. and truly. Like, I know there's but, moisturizing ones, but but it's good to stay informed, know what's going on, but don't like fear monger yourself. Like <laughs> yeah. fear yourself. Like just go over the edge. Yeah, for real. Just continue washing your hands. Because don't take things for face value because there's things that they don't say. Yeah. There's a lot of things they're not saying at, in the sense of how many people have it, but also who are the type of people who are passing from it. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
and we're back so um our next topic is about um a story that actually happened in 2016 um but they finally reached a verdict in court uh as i'm gonna assume like this week right yeah yeah i think it was this week it popped up yeah so i assume it was this week yeah so um so it's about a six-year-old black girl that got handcuffed at school um and the verdict was that it was racial discrimination by police well i mean we could all, we we could have all told you that but <laughs> um so and it happened in peel peel region yeah. so brampton or saga yeah brampton saga yeah Bra- brampton saga or caledon um so it says two police officers recently found to have re- racially discrimination discriminated against a six-year-old black girl after handcuffing her wrists and ankles she was she was reportedly remain she reportedly remained handcuffed for 28 minutes which is madness yeah, on her stomach on her stomach sound like she was hog tied yeah um let's see does it actually say like what happened so she was it was um th- that the teachers were saying that she was ag- ag- being aggressive is that what they said i think that's what i read in another article because this what? article is not telling me anything but anyways i'll just sum it up <laughs> so um <coughs> so it said that the the teachers i guess maybe sent her to the office or whatever um because she was being aggressive and i guess they called the police yeah. which i find is a bit extreme first yeah. of all why are you calling the police on a six-year-old like for example do you know how many bad behaved children i've had to deal with like at daycare and i never thought one time oh maybe i should call the cops on them i've had things thrown at my face i've been slapped i've been kicked i've been punched like well, i don't understand <laughs> this is where the the indication of race racial uh, discrimination comes, comes in. in yeah but to me it's more on part of the school yeah and i like i i totally get like the the police completely overreacted i feel like the whole situation was um was out of proportion like they they exaggerated the the situation they made it seem as if the girl had like a weapon on her or something like in school from what from my understanding it doesn't even say like she had she was a, a child with a challenge or anything like that there was no there's no indication of that um but in school from my understanding if they're in a special needs classroom um if a child is having an episode they have to uh, evacuate the classroom so they have to literally take everybody out of the classroom because the child might be extremely violent yeah right so they could pick up anything like throw it or they'll throw chairs or throw tables or you know they might get aggressive with the teachers and stuff like that but from what i was from what i'm told they evacuate the classroom and and then you know they have techniques to um have the child calm down right right? but if if that can happen for a child with a challenge why would you go to the extremes to call the police on a six-year-old that doesn't have a challenge it sounds like this child might be aggressive on a regular basis and they were just looking for a reason to call the cops on her that's the only thing i can think of because i don't i like i just don't understand how you could just call the cops on a child and then have the police come and hogtie the child with handcuffs like that's that's madness like 
she might have just been she's six years old she could have just had like a bad day <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like what's her home situation maybe she had a fight with somebody or you know what i mean she could be getting bullied maybe she was taking out her frustration or something like that you know um it could have it could have even been a, a case where you know there's some there's some teachers who really have it out for kids really and truly and maybe they're waiting for this girl to slip up one more time you know right and 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 that's it because i've i've witnessed it i've i've witnessed many 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 times like there's teachers that have it out for kids there yeah. are not everyone likes children no. <laughs> like and that's something i tell them all the time when she started talking, she always just say hi to everybody, right? And some people wouldn't even say hi back. And I said out loud, I said to her, Amara, not everyone likes children. Right. Don't say hi to everybody. Right. And she stopped doing it because really and truly, people don't like kids. Not everyone does. No. You know? I like I people tell me all the time, like, I don't know how you to work with kids. Like I I don't know how you do it. I'm like, I, I do it. You know? I just I just do it. <laughs> um and it makes me like I was I was discussing this with Delon because he sent me the article one day this week and um, as recently Amara got into an altercation with a little boy at school and she she threw a tantrum and ended up throwing toys across the classroom. This is completely out of her nature. Like she's not an aggressive child. She's not, and I'm not like that one of those parents that are in denial. She's actually not like that <laughs> like anybody who anybody who knows her anybody who listens to the podcast and knows my daughter knows that she's not an aggressive child so um she i think she honestly was just having a day she can be very very moody so she was probably just having a day it sounded like this the little boy was bothering her from before and she just had enough you know so um she ended up throwing a tantrum she threw toys the toys were thrown across the room and if anybody were to um, pass by, they would have gotten hit with the toys. That was my like biggest concern because I'm like, I don't want her being in there, getting upset, injuring other children. You know what I mean? Um, but this is this is the thing. It could have been, for that six-year-old, it could have been the exact same situation. She could have just gotten mad. Maybe somebody was provoking her in the classroom. Teacher didn't see. She threw a tantrum. They're like, okay, she's being too aggressive. Let's call the police. Right. Legit. Like, could you imagine that happening to Amara? <laughs> like, so this this is what I mean. So it's like, like, what what is a six year old possibly doing in the classroom that is that aggressive, that you need to call the police? Like, was she strangling a kid? Did she throw a chair across the room and it hit somebody in the head? Like, what what, what was the where are the details? You know. So for them to handcuff her the way they did and make her stay in that position for twenty eight minutes almost half an hour what like no that's horrible so i'm happy that they ruled that it was racial discrimination because clearly it was i just like like there's so many i have so many questions like that whole situation in a whole you know yeah and then these teachers have the nerve to go on strike so (laughs) like i i I get it i support teachers like i i get it i totally understand you know but like when things like this happen, you you start to kind of just lose respect, you know? It's it's hard. It's hard to just kind of, you know, support people who don't even really, are not really trying to support your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is your child safe at school? You know? Are, are they going to be taken care of properly? 
you know what I mean? Um, the mom ended up taking, like, pulling the girl out of that school, which is the smartest thing to do because there have been many situations that I have witnessed and that um, I, sorry, um, that I've witnessed and that I have um, heard about where and something would happen. It might have been racial discrimination. Um, it might have just been un- unfair in a whole. Um, and then the, the parents just end up keeping their kid in the school. Right. You know? And as a parent, I, I can understand, you know, like, maybe that's the only school in your district. Like, if they go to a different school, it might be too hard for you to pick them up, drop them off. It, the arrangements might be too hard. But for the betterment of your child, make a sacrifice. Take them out of the school. You know? Like, yeah. especially especially if it's if it's a case where, you know they got in trouble that one time and then that happens you know or they might be an aggressive child um in a whole like that just might be their personality you may want to take them to maybe some therapy or like a, a school that pertains to only that or you know what i mean like just to just to channel their their inner peace and to help them as they grow you know yeah it's it that i think that's really important for parents to understand too you you have you have to think about the betterment of your child what what can you do to help them get through this troubled time you know so i'm really happy that the mom took took the child out of that school because maybe there was issues before you know you just never know there's there's so many details that were missing and i want details <laughs> you know like you can't just post something like that and be like okay so where's the like what what actually happened you know yeah all they said is that the girl's being aggressive what was she doing she could have just been talking back you know like like this is what i mean so it's 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 horrible it's horrible honestly um so i i hope that the i hope that the little i mean it happened in 2016 so i hope that you know she's a lot better now i hope that everything is going well for for the little girl yeah yeah so yeah, um, do you have anything to add to that? No. <laughs> I kind of just went off. I was so angry when he sent me that post. Like I was like even texting him. I was like, "This is this is ridiculous. Like, what if this happened to Amara? Like, da 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 da. Like, I just I I just went off because I just like I work with kids. I'm I th- that's something that I'm really passionate about. For so for something like that to happen to a child, I'm thinking of all the little six year olds that I have taken care of in the past. You know. I'm thinking of all all the kids that have gotten into trouble for for things that were 10 times more extreme and the cops were not called. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's it's crazy. Yeah. It's craziness. So anyway, um on a lighter note, <laughs> we want to talk about this show that's on Netflix called um Love is Blind and it seems like everybody's on this show right now. So, um, it's funny cause I thought I saw the show and I was like, Oh, I'll watch it. And then I was telling Delana about it and I was like, I don't know if you'd be into this because it just seems, it seems a little silly. So, um, he's like, no, just put it on, whatever. So we started watching it and now we're like addicted. Like we're just like, like on it. Like we just want to binge watch basically the entire thing now because it's, it's so like intense. So, right. for, so do you want to explain exactly how it goes? Um, the synopsis of the show is basically 
people who are dating each other, but they're dating each other without actually seeing each other or physically touching each other. So they're getting to know a person through actually listening. So actually someone's voice and hearing what they have to say and hearing the values that that person has to offer based upon what they're saying. So how they think and how they sound. So the two, so the two people are in like two different rooms and it's like behind like a, like a glass wall or something. Yeah. There's like a wall separating them, but they're able to hear each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're able to communicate and just talk to each other. And basically it's like a, like one of those kind of like, I don't know, love Island or love boat kind of, or whatever some kind of dating like any kind one of those dating kind of shows yeah the only thing is like there is no like physical like interaction in, there is no physical visual <coughs> interaction yeah so you're not so nobody is jaded by their preferences yeah yeah it's really interesting and it's funny because it's like nick lachey and his wife that's hosting it and we're like oh shit nick lachey came back <laughs> like he looks like he looks basically the same like he looks exactly the same i vaguely remember how he looks he, he looks pretty much the same he just put on a little bit of weight in his face oh, that's okay. about it <laughs> but yeah um so yeah i i think the experiment is really interesting at first i was like what the hell is this shit like what what is this like i thought it was so foolish but then when i really actually like started like watching it more and more and i was like oh you know what this is interesting it's really cool um so basically when they feel like they found a connection they have a certain amount of time i guess to um see if you can make a connection with whoever because yeah. it's kind of like you you basically speed date through through walls that's yeah. basically what they do at first so like everyone all the girls and all the guys are talking to different to to everybody so they have dates and they take down they they jot notes about these people and what um what kind of stands out about that particular person and stuff like that yeah there was a case where this one guy his name was barnett he's like he had like three girls that were like on him right and he had to like choose one and he's just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> so indecisive. He's so indecisive. And then there was a black couple. And this honestly really pissed me off because oh, for, you should let them know where you are. You're not finished the series. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. What are you, what are you <laughs> where on, are like, we? Episode eight or something. I don't know. Yeah. Episode eight. I'm going to spoil it for people. So yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry guys. If you haven't watched it. Yet. If you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so <laughs> you might want to like completely skip this part if you haven't watched it. Okay. Like it's fine. Just turn up. Just turn it off. <laughs> just turn off the podcast. But anyways, I'm going to say it because I'm very upset about it. So basically the, the one black couple that was there, um, I just, first of all, I just don't like that every reality show just pertains to like black people, black people having the most drama, right? And that's what, that's kind of what, you know, entertainment goes for. Like black people are the entertainment, you know, there's, there's, there's love and hip hop Atlanta and, and every other state. <laughs> and then there's, um, uh, housewives of, of Atlanta and just all of these all of these black reality shows just a whole heap of fighting and drama so the one black couple that was in this show ended up getting into a fight splitting up basically 
They never even really got together. They never even really got together. Like, they didn't even get that far. And um, I'm not going to go into too much detail. Because I, I really don't... I feel bad. After after Delon said spoiler alert, I didn't realize that I was, like, completely ruining it for some people. Um, so my apologies. Um, but I just... Like, it just sucks. I'm like, really? They couldn't have, like, you know, let them kind of be there a little bit longer. They just had to have all that drama. You mean him? Or him, yeah. It's the guy. The guy is the problem. The girl is great. The guy is the problem. Very ignorant. But but yeah, um <coughs> so after they're done speed dating, if they find that person that they have the best connection with, um, they end up um they end up proposing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so they end up proposing to them um and then they're engaged and then that's when they meet so as soon as they get engaged they meet um for the first time so they're behind two doors and they run to each other and you know they're most of the couples are physically attracted to each other (laughs) except one particular woman that uh i have very uh, lots of frustrations with i was cussing her the entire night last night when i was watching this show i was like what's wrong with you jessica (laughs) so um so yeah so they meet each other and you know they kiss they hug they're looking to each other's eyes and they're all happy giddy and whatever right so then they kind of they go on like a trip to mexico right yeah they went to cancun oh yeah so they went to cancun and it's like you know they're just it's kind of like the honeymoon the honeymoon stage before the honeymoon you know and you know they they're able to you know have they're able to have sex they're able to just hang out with each other they're able to just be with each other like you know like as a couple right as an engaged couple um if things work out for them um we're at the part now where they're moved they just moved in with each other um so there's like a complex for them to all live in uh, different apartments like for each couple <coughs> so that's where we're at right now so we have to watch the rest of it to see what happens but yeah i'm just like so annoyed by this one couple well just this one woman and she's like the oldest woman on there and she keeps mentioning that she's the oldest woman on there and she ended up getting engaged to a guy that was like 10 years younger than her and she's complaining and literally trying to like sabotage the entire relationship so (laughs) it's just like it's horrible and it's funny because she's a regional manager and Delon actually asked me today she's like he's like do you think like you know like the employees or whatever people who like actually know her are gonna take her seriously after this I'm like no she's probably gonna ruin her career <laughs> like by acting the way she's acting or I said maybe there'll be a spin-off with her because she's the most dramatic one and she might end up becoming the next bachelorette they wouldn't put her on the bachelorette I don't know. They only put people on The Bachelor and Bachelorette from the inside the series already. Oh. It's always like this person who just lost and didn't get their ring. Now they're The Bachelor. Oh, that's how it it's works. always some shit like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I heard en- Envy watches it. <laughs> so that's how I know. Shout out to DJ Envy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. I used to watch Bachelorette or Bachelor like back in the day, like when it just like yeah, came my out. My mom's used to watch it. Yeah, I used to watch it with my sisters and that was yeah, I didn't I didn't even realize they did that. Like I didn't even realize they picked somebody 
to be the I next don't know one. When they start doing that, or I think that's a just, new thing. I don't. Know. I think it might be a new thing. I don't know, but they they not taking her for that. That'll probably be a spinoff on Netflix if she were to get. But I'm pretty sure ain't nobody want to see her on TV. She's so annoying. Like she's so annoying. Like she's just like woe is me. It's Every- only because she keeps on pulling out that she's 34, but her mentality is very immature. She's so immature. The guy is more mature than her. The guy wants to, like, have a future with her. Like, he, like, generally loves her. And she's just trying to completely sabotage the whole situation. Honest to God, half the time watching the show is as entertaining as it is. Part of me is trying to look for the fake loopholes. Like, it's like, what's real, what's fake? Because I don't believe any reality shows. Oh, yeah. But it is entertaining regardless. It is. It is. The only couple that I believe to be actual real couple is the ones that have the same name. Kelly and Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly and Kenny. They're like the cutest. And that's why they're barely shown on the show. They are the cutest couple. I think they're the best. That's why they're barely shown because they look like they're a real couple. Oh, and there's one more thing. Um, Barnett and his girl, Amber. Yeah. Okay, so... Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. I have to talk about this because this is, like, a big thing in relationships. So, she basically said that, like, she's in, like, all this debt. Like, and she's trying to... She's trying to become a stay-at-home mom and move into the man's house. I don't know that's literally... She... That's literally what she said. And I'm like, but you literally just... You just walked into his house. <laughs> I guess she found... She's like, oh, thank God he has a house. He has, like, you know, some assets that I can hang off of because... I ain't got none. You know? She keeps on saying something. What? Some phrase. Say la vie? No, not say la vie. She said that. She said that one time, but she keeps on saying something like she lived her life for that day. Like she's living her, like she's working to live a life. She's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she said that. And I was like, she's whoa. She's not working for a life. She No, she doesn't have a life to work. She's working for, I don't know. Just, it was something along those lines. Like, basically, she's she's not working to live. She's she, It was working Honestly, to live or something like that. she's just living day to day. Yeah. She's just living day to day. That's basically what she was trying to say. And to, to me. And she doesn't like to work. But a lot of us are day to day. But what was nuts was when she said that she hasn't paid a cent. Of her student loans. loans. And on top of that, she... That interest is hell, yo. on top of that, she's a dropout. Yeah, she... (laughs) I forgot about that. So you haven't paid a cent of your student loans. And you're a dropout. Oh, my God. And she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. She has no choice. Like... She she has no degree. She probably doesn't even have a diploma. She thing, and she thing, and... and she's not paying a cent back to the, the like, honest to God. I swear, it sounds like she thinks she's too proud. <laughs> she thinks she's gonna die young and do all this craziness. I don't even she, understand her logic. There. Yeah, I don't understand. But yeah, that's that's that was that. And I was like, whoa, okay. What I'm very curious about is our favorite couple, the biracial couple. Oh. Lauren and uh, Cameron. I'm glad you remember their names. Yeah. I don't. Because I like them. That's why. I don't they're, remember nobody's names. They're a really cute couple. Um, it's just that 
Lauren's dad is gonna make her break that situation. And I'm gonna get through that. I hope so. It's whatever, man. He's gonna feel how he has, how he feels. But if you really care for that person, don't matter. That's true. Like she was really nervous because you know, and I can, I can like relate. I can, I can't really relate in that sense, but I can understand where she's coming from when she says like that was her first time dating, like being with someone that's white. Like, I've never been with anybody that's white. So, like, I could understand her nervousness and anxieties if I were to be with somebody that was white, you know? Um, it's just because, like, you you have, you have so many different views on things and you have a completely different upbringing. So, it's sometimes it's, it's just really hard to connect on that level. But, like, they're so compatible, which is amazing. It's just that what, are the, what do the parents think, you know? It's all... You know what's crazy about that? like to, in a personal standpoint mm-hmm. like you say that there's different views there's different upbringings because she she's black and he's white yeah but i could say the same thing for two black people but from different countries that's so true somebody that's who's very true african-american and a person who's nigerian yeah or somebody who's Caribbean. Who's Caribbean. Yeah. And somebody who's African American. <laughs> yeah, because they're there's... both black. They could both be black, but the upbringing. The upbringing could be different. completely different. Could, yeah. I don't even. I could. I don't imagine even think I can imagine myself men's, with an American man. Imagine to be all the men who uh, separated from their girl from their girls because their girls were walking up in Trinidad. This <laughs> last week. And then their girl came back and said, "It's cultural," and he's like, "Fuck that." Yeah, it's true. It's a very, oh, very valid point. As I said, I remember that. There's, sorry, quick. There's a video of Nicki Minaj on a float in Carnival. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And there was, I don't know who was performing because I don't know soca artists like that. Okay. And somebody was performing or talking on a float. And I don't know if my man got too close to Nicki Minaj or if he was too close. Because, you know, Carnival is densely populated. Maybe it was Marshall. No, it wasn't Marshall. Was I, it that's Marshall? the one person I know. So uh, thing, so it was Bungie or something. So thing, no, nah, I don't know who it was. You'll find the video. I'll find the but, video. I need to know who it is. But now. it was honestly, it wasn't too tough. But the guy was kind of they were densely populated as it usually is on the road. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess, he was too close to Nikki's husband. And Nikki's husband got kind of agitated and kind of shoved his hand away from him. Oh. And everyone was talking about, oh, him shoving this person, that person. And then Nikki went on and apologized for him, said that he wasn't expecting, he's not ready for that kind of stuff and all that. And I'm like, yeah, you can't just bring your man. Especially you can't put him on a float. No, but he, and he doesn't know anything about yeah. this. As I say, enough of them aren't prepared for this stuff. Like they think they can just come in and that's that. But like, no. Trust me, you can't be on the road. You can't be on the road and not dance. This is what, this is what I'm mean? saying. You, you can't, can't just post up. Yeah, this is not a club, man. You, you can't, can't post like, up. Just post up, you know, post up and sing the lyrics while holding like a blunt in one hand and a and a drink in the next hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a honey and... in the next hand. No, jeans. like people are dancing, throwing paint, all yeah. that. Yeah, powder. Water, like and and like if you with the Caribbean girl, like you gotta expect this and be prepared for this. But at the same time, she's gotta prepare you for this. Exactly. And that's what Nikki was apologizing for that she didn't prepare him for. But I seen the video. I don't think she needed to apologize because what he did was light. All he did is shove the man hand. I would have threw the man off the floor. <laughs> Dawn will never ever ever go to Bana because 
or any of or the any, carnivals any of the carnivals the because he'll snuff someone he will snuff someone he has no problem with me going um i i can handle myself so yeah. he doesn't really need to you know be there to you know and i usually go with people who like, we trust and well, who see, make sure that i'm this is what right. i tell, tell uh, another message to men who aren't caribbean especially african-american men your girl will tell you it's just a dance it's just culture to her it's just a dance to that next man it might not be nope it's very so true. don't get finessed by that it is just a dance to her and it might be just a dance to some guys but guarantee between those three different men she possibly danced with possibly <laughs> caught that wine then ca- um, catch a, come and catch a wine he it's not just a dance he's looking for her again <laughs> it's very true it is very true so i make sure i find a, a speaker to wind up on and i am good to go <laughs> yeah but love is blind it's a good show still oh my gosh yeah going back to love is blind that's a great show we'll have some updates for you on our next episode um so follow me on my personal account uh underscore des 24 um and on black underground to and check out my my recent post of um, International Women's Day. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.